0: time for the spring football tour to continue. Andy Greeter joins us. He covers the Minnesota Golden Gophers for the St. Paul Pioneer Press, and he joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Sprint makes it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Andy, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Good uh, I'm a little curious here as uh, as we talk to you about Minnesota. Minnesota's showing up on uh, BYU's schedule here. I'm curious because Minnesota has had periods where they've been really bad. And they've had periods where you know, they've been pretty good. Eh, bowl team, seven wins or whatever, headed off to a bowl game. But 11-2 mm-hmm. is off the charts. Now, is there this notion that that is sustainable? Is that something that's viewed as a once-every-three-year peak? How good is Minnesota supposed to be year in and year out now that they've gotten to this level?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a good question. I think uh, uh, what's different here is is having PJ Fleck. Um, they've shown improvement uh, in each of their three years, and that's what PJ did at Western Michigan as well. Yeah, I think the big question is is can they sustain it? You know, they had a lot of returning production. I think they were tenth. Uh, in the nation in returning production last year and, and really benefited from that experience. Now, going forward, they have all sorts of playmakers that BYU is going to have to be uh, concerned about, and, and Rashad Bateman, who is the Big Ten receiver of the year, a guy who's being looked at as a potential top-ten pick in next year's NFL draft. Uh, he's going to be a handful for everybody, uh, but he loses uh, his running mate, Tyler Johnson, who went in the fifth round, out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, They've got an all-conference quarterback, second-team guy behind Justin Fields at Ohio State, and and Tanner Morgan. Uh, They've got a 1,000-yard running back in Mo Ibrahim. They've got their entire offensive line back, uh, an offensive line that on average is is bigger than the Vikings. Uh, So they've got nine offensive starters returning, so it looks like on that side of the ball, uh, albeit with a new offensive coordinator, things should be able to click there. Uh, defensively is where the bigger questions are. They've only got four returning starters back. They lose their you know, unanimous All-American, Antoine Winfield Jr., who went in the second round, also the Tampa Bay. Uh, so there's a lot of holes on defense that, that uh, Joe Rossi, who has shown himself to be a capable uh, defensive coordinator in his two-plus years in that role, is really going to have his hands full uh, to be able to reload there. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of an open question. Uh, and defense is going to be the bigger question mark going forward.
0: Well, reading some stuff on Minnesota, Fleck thinks Tanner Morgan can be the next Craig
1: Curry. Now, who do you ask is Craig Curry? Well, he was the last Minnesota quarterback drafted by the NFL in 1972. Morgan is an overly big guy, but he was fourth in the nation in passing efficiency. So is he that good to be an NFL draft pick? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because uh, last year at this time, uh, he was the backup. Um, he uh, had lost the job in camp to, to Zach Anikstead, a, uh, a bigger, maybe more polished-looking quarterback uh, from IMG Academy, a guy who has Minnesota ties but went to you know a, a school that a lot of people know of as, as a football uh, factory. Uh, so he uh, had lost the job uh, to him in camp, but when Zach got hurt, uh, Tanner stepped in and, and won a lot of games down the stretch for the Gophers uh in two thousand eighteen. And then Zach Addicks said got hurt again. He was also looked at as the as the likely starter and, and Tanner Morgan came in again and uh led the Gophers in an eleven and two season. <clears throat> yeah, he's uh he's not the biggest guy. Um, you know, I would I would imagine probably barely six feet tall. Um doesn't have the strongest arm, but is incredibly accurate uh, incredibly smart uh, gets the ball in the right spots uh he doesn't turn it over uh, and is was incredibly prolific last year three thousand yards passing uh 30 uh passing touchdowns yeah just uh a, a, a surprise in a sense uh but a guy who's done it over a year and a half now so uh, he has a track record there and he's looked at as a top five quarterback uh, by Mel kuiper next year's draft and he was uh, entering the Heisman Trophy conversation at the end of last year and, and uh, you know, incredibly humble kid and, and looks at all of these things as, as kind of, uh, uh, you know, revelations to himself as well. But, uh, yeah, he's the established guy now. He might not be the, the Justin Herbert type that, you know, just looks like a pro-type quarterback, uh, but his production speaks for itself.
0: I'm intrigued by this notion of Minnesota backing up one really big season with another big season, and they lose Rodney Smith, and okay, he's a leading running back, right, and he's an 1,100-yard guy. Mm-hmm. Behind him they got Ibrahim and Brooks, who combined for 1,000 yards rushing. How does Minnesota get running backs out of Maryland and Georgia? Is there a backstory story? Are there connections there? That, that isn't the first thing I would have assumed. I wouldn't have assumed there's that much depth at running back, and I wouldn't assume they're recruiting nationally like that.
1: Yeah, it's it's been interesting. Yeah, they've they've plucked a few guys uh, out of Maryland, uh, but it's certainly not something that they do often. Uh, Mo Ibrahim uh, had a thousand yards uh, in 2018 when when uh, Smith was injured and, and Brooks, who's also a senior and gone, uh, was injured. So Ibrahim has has shown to be a capable as a number one running back. Uh, the Gophers like to have a, a stable of running backs uh, just because they they want to be balanced and they want to have fresh running backs. Uh, coming out opponents in the third and fourth quarters, uh, yeah. I mean, the, the depth behind Bo Ibrahim uh, is going to be a question mark. Uh, you know, speaking of of uh, national recruiting, they've got Cam Wiley, uh, who uh, is you know probably six three, two hundred and fifteen pounds, and they got him out of Nevada uh, again, and out of a spot that the, the Gophers uh, typically are recruiting and getting people from from Pac twelve and, and Western schools. Uh, so yeah, there is a, a little bit of a national recruiting uh, sense now, but they're also, uh, you know, really focusing on the Midwest. You know, in this recruiting class, uh, they've got a four-star running back uh, from the Chicago area. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. He won't be in, uh, here until the 2021 class. They've got a, the Kansas uh, the Gatorade Player of the Year uh, coming from Kansas, and in Kai Thomas, uh, who could be looked at as a guy who could play right away so again yeah another question mark is is where does that stable of running backs come from behind Ibrahim? so we talk a lot about the offense and it looks like they'll be loaded there defensively particularly well a couple of positions but i'll start with the linebacker they lose martin and coughlin both nfl draft picks how are they going to reload there yeah i mean that's uh you know Carter coughlin is more of a, of a rush end but yeah he's you know their most you uh, know, worrying uh, pass rusher. And he was taken by the Giants in the seventh round, uh, so they're going to have to fill him in. He was a Minnesota kid, uh, and they've got another guy who they feel like is is a freak that didn't have a lot of chances uh, behind Coughlin and Boye Mafe. Uh, so we'll see what he can do with the, with a bigger role. Uh, yeah, they lost uh, Thomas Barber. Uh, you probably know his older brothers and, and uh, Marion Barber, who played a long time uh, for the Cowboys, and Dom Barber, who played for the Texans and some other teams. Uh, he was their middle linebacker. He was a leading tackler. Uh, he got them lined up right. Uh, he has also gone. Uh, Kamal Martin, uh, he was an outside linebacker, a freak-looking uh, athlete. He uh, went, I think, in the fifth round to the Packers. Uh, so those guys are all gone. All of those guys are Minnesota guys. Uh, and they're going to have to replace them as well. Yeah, they got uh, uh, Mariano Sori marin uh, who played all three linebacker spots in a backup role last year. Uh, he's going to step into the Mike role, and and they're confident that he can uh, fill the need there. Uh, Braylon Oliver uh, came in in blitzing packages last year and and uh, really wreaked some havoc, uh, especially against Iowa, and uh, he's going to have a bigger role now this year. So, yeah, I mean, like we talked about at the start of this, you know, defensively, uh, they're going to need some guys to step up, but it's not guys that have never played Big Ten football before. It's guys that have had limited roles and success in those limited roles, and now in a, in a bigger uh, role, are they going to be able to, to keep it up and uh, keep that level where they were? I mean, the biggest question mark is what they do with Antoine Winfield Jr. and uh, the production that he had. He was their leading tackler. He had seven interceptions. He saved the Gophers on a few occasions. Uh, just a, a guy with the pedigree of his dad who was an all-pro, um, and Antoine Winfield who played for the Bills and for the Vikings for a long time. Uh, and that's how he ended up in Minnesota. He spent most of his childhood here um, in Eden Prairie. And uh, they've got Tyler Newbin, who's a four-star recruit out of Illinois, uh, who played mostly special teams last year. Uh, you know, playing special teams and going to uh, to a starting free safety role are, are two different things. Uh, so that's probably the biggest question mark is they've got a highly uh, lauded guy uh, in Tyler Newbin, uh, but he has played very little safety uh, in the impact situation. So that's going to be the biggest question mark.
0: Eddie Greeter joining us. He covers the Minnesota Golden Gophers for the St. Paul Pioneer Press, and BYU goes to Minnesota September 26th, fourth game of the year. Uh, I'm curious here with the Gophers, five guys drafted. That's a, that's a school record. Uh, how many more NFL-quality guys are scattered across the roster, what, whether it's in the draft this year or, or maybe in two years, but guys who will be playing at a high level in this coming season? Yeah,
1: I think there's a handful. I think five uh, is probably going to remain the record uh, going forward here, at least in the short term. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I mentioned uh, Rashad Bateman. Um, He was a a basketball player in southern Georgia uh, who the Gophers saw at a camp, and he wanted to play football. And uh, um, committed to the Gophers before he had a great senior season and before SEC schools came after him. Uh, including Kirby Smart, who tried to swoop in late, uh, but Rashad Bateman honored his commitment and, and, uh, and came to Minnesota instead of going to, to Georgia. So that was a huge a recruiting win. <clears throat> He's by far their most talented player. He's by far their most likely uh, NFL star coming out. They haven't had a first-round pick uh, since Lawrence Maroney in uh, 2006. So, yeah, this isn't a program like you guys talked about that is known for success. That is known for high-level type talent, but I think we've seen that start to change under PJ Fleck, and you know we'll see more guys uh, get drafted routinely. You know they had five guys drafted this year. I think they had four uh, guys drafted in the previous four years combined. Uh, So uh, there is more talent coming onto this team. I just look at this this current recruiting class. This obviously won't factor in uh, to this fall, but they've got five four-star guys in this recruiting class. You know they might get one or two uh, in a in a in a given recruiting year, uh, and you're seeing more talent come into Minnesota, and that that usually translates uh, into talent on the field and guys that can play on Sundays. So uh, we're seeing more of it. We're seeing a little bit more uh, depth. Guys like like I said, Tyler Nubin, a four-star safety, uh, who can fill in for Winfield, and you're like you feel a little bit more confident in that, just knowing that he was one of the top players in a in a. You know, state that has talent like Illinois. So uh, we're seeing more of it just a matter of, of keeping and maintaining that line. Because when P.J. was at Western Michigan, you know, they were terrible this first year, 1-11. and uh, Were good the next two at 8-5. and And then they peaked uh, the 13-1 and and P.J. left for Minnesota. So this is the first time uh, that Fleck is going to have to maintain uh, taking a team uh, to a top level and uh the challenges that come with that so this is a a, a new thing that he's going to have to face and and BYU and and all for fans and everyone uh, is going to be watching to see if they can get it done so what makes Fleck as good as he is uh, I think he's you know he's he's obviously looked at as a salesman uh you know he's got the row the boat mantra and and uh, he gets ridiculed uh, for that often. He's very outspoken. He's not afraid to to talk. Um, he's, he's good because if uh, players uh, buy into that, and we saw that last year, and we saw that pretty much throughout his time at Minnesota, he gets guys to play really, really hard for him. I know that might sound generic, uh, but that is something that matters uh, week in and week out. Uh, he's... He leads with the salesman uh, angle, uh, but I think he's shown more and more uh, that he uh, is detail oriented. The Gophers do not get penalized. Uh, the Gophers very rarely turn the ball over. Uh, they're very disciplined, and I think we see that in the practices. You know, it's it's all uh, very meticulous. Uh, so it's not just the the rah rah. It's not just the row of the boat. It's not just the salesmanship. It's <laughs> drilling down and doing the important details uh, on a daily basis so those are some of the reasons why you know pj is has been you know the coach of the year uh, in the big 10 here this last year and, and was a coach of the year in the mac as well and why he got a seven-year extension at minnesota because uh, the proof is is uh, in the
0: results Has he been able to keep his coaching staff together or has there been some turnover there
1: Yeah, there has been uh, some turnover, and some of that is because he's gotten good coaches. You know, Ed Warner, uh, excuse me, was uh, at Notre Dame and and, uh, came in here. Maurice Lindquist, uh, who's now with the Cowboys, Uh, those guys have moved on. Bryce Popp, obviously that name uh, rings a bell. Those guys have have moved on. but, uh, you know, Kirk Scirocco was his longtime offensive coordinator a guy who came over from Western Michigan and had been with him for seven or eight years. Uh, and now he left uh, to become the offensive coordinator at Penn State, which is his home state school. Uh, so there was some transition there. Um, and Mike Sanford, Jr. comes in, uh, another uh, offensive coordinator from uh, Notre Dame who, you know, cut his teeth as a, as a head coach at Western Kentucky. Things didn't go very well there. Uh, but, you know, has been at Stanford and, and Utah State. Uh, you guys know him a, a little bit with his one year with Jordan Love there. Um, so, yeah, there's been some turnover. You know, there was a, a rocky point in P.J. Fleck's, uh second year when the defense couldn't stop anybody, and he had to fire a defensive coordinator and, and promote Joe Rossi, and, and Rossi's done a good job since. So, you know, it's been interesting. You know, there's always going to be turnover uh, in the coaching ranks, but I think Minnesota fans – uh, got a little familiar with how, you know, Jerry Kill kept almost the exact same staff for his entire tenure at Minnesota, and you know that's just not very uh, normal to see. Uh, and PJ has, has gotten a lot of young coaches, a lot of aspirational coaches, and, and those guys have have moved up uh, as well as moved back to uh, home connections. So there has been some turnover, but you know for the most part it's it's uh, it's been consistent. Uh, there's been some position groups where it's been a new position coach uh, every year, and I think there needs to be more stability than that. But, you know, there's there's going to be turnover uh, wherever you go.
0: Andy, thanks for the overview of the Golden Gopher program. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming on for a few minutes.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care.